Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday evening, and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Your hosts for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They'll be taking your calls and speaking on the topic of the week. You're encouraged to call in and share some of your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining. This evening, I'm joined by Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy? Yes. How are you? I'm, I'm great, actually. And and I, I, you know what? I'm having a really... I had a great night last night. Can I tell you about it? Yeah, tell I me all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the there was a reporter in town from in, to Charlotte yesterday from Passport Magazine. Does anybody know what Passport Magazine is? Well, if you don't, I'll tell you. Passport Magazine is one of the um, leading gay and lesbian travel uh, uh, magazines in the country. And uh, the reporter was here doing a story on Charlotte. Who knew? Well, as you know, um, my partner Mark and a very good friend of ours, Matt, uh, Matt Comer, they have a, a website called Visit Gay Charlotte. And um, the reporter came down, and the Charlotte uh, Regional Visitors Association, the CRVA, they actually contacted Mark and Matt uh, to get this reporter into the gay scene in Charlotte. So last night, we went out, and I got to meet the the reporter. They were very, very nice. He was very, very nice. And we had a great time. We went out. uh, We went out to this uh, bar locally called Petra's. And they were having the um, Men of Petra's Pageant, which is, you know, I think it's like four or five guys get dressed up in drag and they compete. And uh, and then we went, we went from there to another place called Marini, which is a New Orleans-themed uh, nightclub and dance club. So we went there and we that's where we polished off the evening. And I had a great time. I haven't danced like that in like ever because Mark never takes me anywhere anymore. It's good to get out sometimes. It is, and 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 I wish Mark would take me out more more often. You know, it, it's it's sad, really. I think he's ashamed of me. Not really. No. Well, I'm just maybe kidding. He's being a, maybe he's being a good husband, and, and <laughs> you know, knows, knows that you can't drink, and and it's a good no, no. To get it's, out you know what it is? It, it's because we're old, and we're usually in bed by nine. That's why. <laughs> that's that's that's. That's the reason. We're usually in bed before 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh, really? Oh. We're going to go out? When are we meeting these people? When? At 10? We're meeting them at 10 o'clock at night? Oh, gosh. Oh, it's, it's like, like midnight for you. I know, exactly. <laughs> so we stayed out like probably like uh, one thirty or 2 o'clock in the morning. And, oh, my gosh. I get to bed. Uh, we come home. I, I, I crawl into bed, and I'm, I'm up at 9.30. I'm like, really? Really, that's funny. I just wanted to sleep a little bit longer, and I tried to take a nap today, but I couldn't. Maybe well, to get out sometimes, though. You, you know what would be great to get out on? A boat. Matter of fact, a great big boat. And I think we're going to be talking about one tonight, aren't we? Yes, a big, big, beautiful cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Are you cruising me, Robert? No, I don't do that anymore. I'm good like that. <laughs> I got that taken hey, care of. So you know what? When you meet me in March, in in person, you're going to be checking Couple me out. Weeks. I know you will. I'm actually excited that we're going to actually meet. So I you know, know we were talking before it? the show that we're almost at the four year mark in August. There'll be four years that we've been doing the show, and we're finally going to meet. So it's kind of I know exciting. It, it, it's like we're going to meet in person, and it's like, you know, Robert, I've known you all my life. That's the way it's like. That's what that's what, that's it, what it feels what it like. I know. It's like I've known you all my life. Oh, you're my best girlfriend. And then we're going to show up in March. We're going to look at each other. We're going to lock lips, and we're going to, <laughs> and we're going to hug, hug hard. And then I'm going to push you away and go, don't touch me. I'm married. <laughs> I'm married, too, but I'm I'm really married. No, that's what I'm saying. That's you saying it. I'm married after you push me. Yeah, yeah. But listen, I, I, yeah no, that's that? great. Oh, I'm married. Don't touch me. Meet right. me in my right, room. Listen. 
<laughs> as you flip me the key. Now, um, one of the things yeah, that exactly. uh, <laughs> one of the things that um, I, I definitely want to do is, is coordinate somehow so we can get some sort of photo done. I think it would be really cool oh, if somebody like Dad take to. our photo and get yeah, something oh so God, we have something together. Oh, uh, I would love that. Yeah, it'll be great. And and I so I looked on the map about where we're going. Uh-huh. I'm not sure I'm even going to want to show up to the conference. Well, it's yeah, considering it's, it's literally right on the beach. It, it's on an island, and it's on the Gulf of Mexico, and there's uh-huh. an ocean in front of us. There's the sea. There's the Gulf. Last year, I had um, a, a room on the bottom floor. So, like, I walked out, and I was literally, like, on, at, on the ground. I walked out, and I walked right out, and the beach was, like, literally right there. That The sand, the water, everything. Like, oh 20 my feet God. from my back door. So, yeah, it's I a beautiful up. place. But besides the beauty of it, it's an amazing conference. Um, and, you know, for people who don't know, we're talking about the Positive Living Conference. That's in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. It comes up um, March 9th to the 11th. Uh, Jeremy and I will be presenting there. Um, so come out and check us out. Uh, we would love yeah, to please. know that you're going to be we there would, so we can meet you in person. Yes, we would love to see you. And and I'm willing to lock lips with anybody. <laughs> there it you is. Know, I said it. It's on air. I will kiss anyone. So come on out, see the conference, listen to us speak, and I'll kiss you. And if you're really nice to us, I might even give a little tongue. There you have it. You heard it from Jeremy. Did, did I just <laughs> give too much information out? Did, did I overshare? Oh, gosh. It wouldn't be the first, and it won't be the last, so we'll just move Yay. on. Like, <laughs> and that's why but, you yeah, have me here. That, that's that's exactly. why we work so well, you know? I, I totally agree. If you um, – somebody says sign me up in the chat room. I think they're talking about uh, – you. you, you, you. Um, but if you want to learn about the Positive Living Conference, actually, the last – um, a couple of weeks ago, like three or four weeks ago, we did an interview with the, the guy, Butch McKay, who runs the event, um, the conference. And you can go back and listen to the archives on iTunes or here on Blog Talk Radio and, and listen to it and learn all about it because it's an amazing backstory, uh, let alone to the amazing conference where you're going to go and meet well over 300 people living with HIV from all over. So totally amazing. Um, some other shows that I do want to mention for people who may be tuning in tonight for the first time, um, we just recently uh, did an interview with Greg Luganis. We recently had a really great show on HIV criminalization with the founder of Pause Magazine, um, Sean Stroop. And then last week, uh, Jeremy and I, we spoke to the fabulous Jamar Rogers. How awesome was that? Oh, my God. I'm still reeling. I'm, like, starstruck. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, totally you awesome. You know what? And we missed we missed our opportunity for him to like hum a few bars for us. I know I should have asked him to sing. I didn't think about that till the end, but then I figured, you know, it, it's well, like wait, God, we have a singer on the show. We, we have a singer on, and we don't ask him to sing. All right. Yeah, but we played his amazing audition, which was great. And as he um, uh, as he progresses, you know, hopefully he'll do well and he'll stay on Team CeeLo, and we'll be able to have him come back on as he progresses on the show. Absolutely. I can't wait because so, um, I'm voting. I, I have my yeah. cell phone out, and it's on speed dial now. Well, that's exactly. Once that number starts coming out, we need to vote. We'll definitely have it out exactly. there. Exactly. Vote for Jamar Rogers, everybody on The Voice. That's right. That's right. Um, as, actually, our interview, Jeremy, with Jamar was featured on the homepage of thebody.com. I know. Isn't that So if you actually – yeah, if you go to thebody.com right now on the marquee at the top, our our images, our, our interview is featured there with Jamar. So if you go there, you can click it and, and check it out. It's definitely an awesome, you know, to be. I'm honored to to have it there. That that is fantastic. You know what? It, I I, you know, thebody.com is an amazing resource, and 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 people just go there. Body.com, thebody.com. Go there. Listen to the website, or listen to the website, like you can listen to the website. Go there, go there listen to the interview, or, or better yet, go to pauseim.com and, and click on the, um, the radio links there and, and listen to the radio there and join, join, the, um, join the community. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely find others there. You know, it's funny. People don't realize that, I, that there's a social network that's attached to the radio show. Um, like I go to support group every month and I see this one guy, James, every week. 
and he was telling me how he was on another website that I will not mention, and he has clearly in his profile that he is just there for friends. And I guess somebody was kind of talking to him and was instant messaging back and forth and kind of didn't get the hint that he was just there for friends and kind of kept pursuing, you know, a a hookup. And he's like, I'm not into that, you know, just read my profile, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, do you know that I run a social network that is like a not sexual, you know, network? It's for people who just want to find support and talk to other people who are living with HIV. He's like, really? I never knew that. I'm going to join. And I was like, I've been going to the support group for over six months, and you didn't know that? So for people who don't know, you know, they can definitely check that out because it's important. Get out there. Check it out. It's a great resource. And um, I haven't been on as much as I should be. It happens. Life happens. We all get caught up in it. God. God. Um, One of the things that I did want to talk about is um, this weekend I actually spent a lot of time with my family. Um, both of my dad's parents, my grandparents, have basically they are now in a nursing home, and they've been in and out of hospitals like crazy the last year. One goes in, the next one, go, you know, she comes out, then he goes in. It's like back and forth. And um, recently, over the last couple months, my grandfather has been like forgetting things mm. um, and, and getting confused. And like it's just yeah. recently has been a lot. And he had like I believe he had like a mini stroke. So I know, like, he's starting to lose things. And I and so I went there on Friday with my sister and spent, like, three hours there with him. And we hung out, but, like, at, at times he thought we were somewhere else. He thought we were in the Poconos. And he couldn't believe that nice. we drove to the Poconos to see him, you know. And I was like, no, we're not did in you, the Poconos. Did, did, you, did you go with it? Well, at first we kind of just went, like, just let it go and just act like it was nothing. And then at some point I kind of, I felt like, I needed to let him know. I didn't want him to think that we were somewhere where we weren't. Oh. You know what I mean? And, you know, and my sister I started tearing up. So I, I grabbed you. his hand. Yeah. Go ahead. I grabbed no, his no, no, hand no. and I was like, you know, Pop, you know, we we are in Philly. You know, we're in Philadelphia. You know, we're at this. I named the, the place where he's at. I go, we're in this place. Don't you remember? And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, my wife had a room a couple, you know, had a room a couple doors down. And my grandmom did when she was staying down in the, the unit there. She did have a room a couple doors down. So he started to remember. But it's just it's a scary thing to see, you know, somebody who was always with it, you know, and always had it together, like, start to kind of yeah. forget things. Um. Robert, I my my uh, paternal grandmother, my and, and we all called her Granny Don. You know, I don't remember any other name from her uh, uh, for her other than Granny, but her real name was Virginia, and uh, she went by Jenny or or everybody called her Granny. Even her kids called her Granny. But when I was eighteen, which was many months ago, we won't have to go into that. Um, she started to slip into Alzheimer's. Um, her mother, uh, Granny Blankenship, her mother, um, also had Alzheimer's. So watching this woman who raised uh, nine children, she had a dairy farm. And, and, you know, she was, she was a strong, powerful woman. And when I was 18, I flew back to uh, Missouri to, to check, you know, to see everybody. It was Christmas time and all that stuff. And it was the last time that I saw her where she knew who I was. But um, it was, she was forgetting things. And it wasn't but a few years after that that she had passed away. And, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is so hard to watch that decline. And... And uh, you, you just don't because there's there's different stages. You know, there's there's Alzheimer's, which is the absolute worst, which is your brain deteriorating. Then you've got um, old age dementia and senility and things like that. It is so hard to watch your loved one go through something like that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and and I I absolutely understand what you're talking about. By the way, speaking of dementia and brain-related issues, did you know that um, people with HIV and AIDS, even if you're on antiretrovirals, the brain ages much faster, and I think it's three or four times faster than the normal 
um, healthy brain. So just really, yes, there there are there was it might have been on the body or AIDS I can't remember hmm. which which website it was, but um, there's there are studies that are showing that the brain is aging much much faster, um, even if you're on uh, retrovirals. Because, you know, antiretrovirals only, and this is, you know, the little, you know me, I have to get into the science of things sometimes. Um, it gets into uh, the, uh, uh, you're looking at the blood, and we're measuring the, the virus in the blood cells, where um, many times HIV kind of lives in, the, uh, in these reservoirs you know, like in the gut and in the brain and the nervous system and things like that. Um, so it's, uh, it's, 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 it's scary sometimes, especially when you do come from um, a family where there is history and you have family history of, of mental, um, I don't want to say mental disease because that's not right, um, of dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that. So I will, you know, and not to take away from your story at all, Robert, but, you know, sometimes I'll put things down and I will, it was, what was it yesterday? Case in point, yesterday, I'm packing up my bar area, all my stemware and the bar and and all that. And and I look around and I said, where did I put the scissors? And I know I had the scissors in my hand, but I realized you know, it, it just it scared me for a minute thinking, oh, is this like dementia? Is this early onset Alzheimer's? What is this? What's going on? And it's just, you know, I was doing a thousand things at one time and I just, you know, lost track. But those things, that, that kind of mental prowess, that kind of mental thought process is always on the forefront of, of one's mind. And uh, so all that being said, it's Robert. I know exactly where what what you were what what you went through. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. It was just it was just totally totally just something that I was not really expecting, you know. But you know, it just made me really value the you know my grandparents and and how important they were in my life and and just the love that they had for each other and the way that they showed it in front of me. You know what I mean? Just that example that they said of. A, a great marriage of a relationship. You know what I mean? Yes. And and just yeah. to have them, you know what I mean, now going through the situations, I just hope that some, they're right now they're in separate, you know, one's in a hospital, one's in a nursing home, and hopefully wow. one day they'll be able to see each other because they've always seen each other. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it's tough for them to be apart. And it just made me really value the family that I have. So in between seeing both grandparents yesterday, uh, today I went and saw my grandfather again, um, with my mother this time, um, and then I went back to my mom's, and we went through all my mom's old photos, photo albums of us as a kid, um, grow, growing up. And I got, I scanned all these photos of like my mom when she was, you know, hot when she was young, all in a bikini, gymnastics. My mom used to do gymnastics and all this, and like all these photos that I've never seen of my mom before, and their wedding, um, and their honeymoon. It was just really cool to kind of share the stories with my mom and have that moment. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm excited. Yeah. So actually our yeah, guest is on the line. So oh, is um, speaking okay. of family and how important family is, I've heard a lot yeah. of feedback from people who have gone on this HIV cruise uh, that Paul runs here. And he talks about yeah. how it is, people talk about how it's their family and how they go back every year. And, and it's like, you know, you see the same people every year. And, you know, there's new faces and how it just becomes a family for people. And I think that's so important for people with HIV to have a family that is also outside of your family, an HIV family. And this HIVcruise.com and Paul's Cruises actually is what brings us together. So please help me welcome Paul Thalbaum to the show. Paul, welcome to the show. Yay! Hello. Thank you so much for having me on board. Oh, we're so excited to have you on. Oh, welcome aboard. We'll be waiting. Well, I've been he- hearing the nice things that you've been saying about our cruise, and um, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. The whole purpose of this is basically to bring people together uh, for uh, a week of fun and socialization and leaving barriers behind and just really having a great time together. Well, that's great. So, so Paul, this is Jeremy. 
Um, Hi, Jeremy. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Excellent, good. All right. So um, what made you decide to do a cruise? Well, I wish I could take 100% credit for it, but originally um, when I moved down to Florida, there was an organization uh, based in Miami that was running a cruise for the heterosexual positive uh, population. And over the years, the number of participants started to dwindle, and I suggested that we introduce it to the uh, gay community, which I thought would support it very well. And uh, uh, over the years, we've seen it grow from basically 50 gay guys going to the point now where we're about 225 that went last year and hopefully uh, a larger number this year. And one of the things I think I'm proudest about is the fact that there's such a huge return uh, percentage of people that come back year after year. Wow. And, And where do your cruises go? Well, basically, they're primarily out of Florida, usually Fort Lauderdale, which is like the cruise mecca. But one year we went out of um, San Diego and did a uh, Western uh, Mexican uh, itinerary. So we usually sail from Fort Lauderdale. It's always um, in the fall, usually late October to early November, where the rates are affordable. And you know we have the opportunity to uh, make a greater presence on board the ship. Nice. So so I guess October, November isn't a good time to go to Alaska. Uh, it's a bit cold there then. <laughs> uh, definitely a little too cold. In fact, um, when we start our cruises, it's usually when the cruise lines bring their cru- their ships back from Europe and um, Alaska, and then they start the Caribbean itineraries. Nice, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. I, I, you know what? I really want to go. But I can't well, get my husband to get on a boat. <laughs> Is he afraid that he felt too confined? No, he just doesn't like cruises. He's afraid of the open water. You know, he's seen Poseidon Adventure 3,000 times. <laughs> and now he thinks he's Shelly Winters and he thinks he can swim and then he'll have a heart attack and, you know, the whole, you know, how that works. So. Um, well, so I mean, being at sea, for most people, uh, we, we seem to enjoy the sea days a lot. Uh, just being out there and watching the world and the ocean go by and relaxing. And some of the ships that we, we've used in the past have these really fun water slides, which I would say probably are more uh, used by the guys in our group than any other population on the ship. <laughs> what, what, what's the cost of a cruise? Um, well, this year, for somebody who is looking to share uh, the most affordable option, which is an inside cabin, um, it basically comes to about $100 a day. The total price is uh, $6.98, and that, of course, uh, includes meals and cocktail parties and other events. Um, I'm pleased to say that you know, we also offer an educational uh, part of this cruise, and we have uh, Nelson Virgil, uh, who will be one of our guests speakers, and we have uh, Dr. Ellie Shockett, uh, who will also be on board to uh, update information on HIV and dealing with side effects and uh, all kinds of uh, uh, things that are affecting all of us living with HIV. Nice. That's that's actually fairly affordable, and, and for folks who are kind of on a budget, they can save up for those, to save up for that, and... and and uh, so if it, if the low end is about 698 what's the high end the high end if somebody really wants to go with like a uh, a suite like a mini suite you're probably looking at about uh 12 uh 12 and a half roughly um you know it's a much larger cabin of course so um you get more amenities with that sure so it's 12 and a half a day uh, no no I'm sorry I'm sorry uh $1250 for the week oh Okay, twelve hundred fifty dollars a week. For is that per person or is that per room or how does that? It, how does it, it is per person. Uh, cruise okay. lines basically always base it on two in a cabin. Uh, one of the reasons that we use Princess is that for people who prefer to be in a cabin by themselves, most cru- cruise lines will charge 100% uh, double occupancy, whereas Princess only charges 50% for cabins with windows and uh, inside cabins. Oh. Well, uh, that sounds doable, Robert. You want to be my date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and people well, you can know, actually... 
Paul, people can go to um, if they go to HIVcruise.com and, and click the pause cruise button. Um, there is actually people can go there and find everything: the itinerary, the pricing, all the different prices that they have. So if they want to check everything out specifically on themselves, they can go to the website and find all your information there, right? Like the video that we posted. You're right. There's there's a lot of information that's there. Um, I try to put. Uh, information for first-time cruisers who might have questions about clothing or, um, you know, what we do at dinner and things like that. Um, but, yes, all the information is there. All the prices are there. People can always feel free to either email me or call me. I'm happy to answer questions, uh, particularly for people who have never been on a cruise before. Uh, they might be a little bit more naive as to what goes on board a ship. So, right. so Paul, let, let me ask this. Do you count the lifeboats? <laughs> no, uh, um, uh, no. I, I, I've been to so many life drills. I think I could lead one uh, myself. I've been on at least at least two hundred cruises. Excellent, excellent. And is it still women and children first? And do you just shove them overboard? Oh, absolutely. It's it's definitely um, a gay men first. You know, everybody else thinks they can. <laughs> and believe me, half the, half the crew would go along with that. I bet they won. Mm hmm. Yeah, because yeah. We, know, we know what happens out at sea. It's full it of semen. It stays at sea. And it's all semen, right? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I'm being dirty. One of the things that's one of the thing, Paul, that struck me in your bio is that you're from Philly, and I'm from Philly, which I thought was kind of really cool that there was uh, that connection. Uh, what part of Philly did you grow up in? Well, originally I was um, born in um, the community of Havertown and then moved to Ballakinwood, um, went off to uh, Penn State, and then um, um, basically almost went uh, right into the travel business. I had a year of law school, which I hated, uh, and then my brother and I started an agency in Philadelphia, a travel agency. Oh, wow, travel agency, which was very successful, right? Um, uh, yeah, I guess you can say it was. We were the second largest agency in uh, Philadelphia at the time that we sold it. And then soon thereafter, uh, I moved down to Florida, which I thought was going to be uh, my retirement, but found that I'm a type A personality who loves to work. Hmm. So tell me about the day you found out you were positive. Oh, God. Um that's a long time ago. It's been 29 years. Um, basically, I think I had suspected, I did suspect that I had been positive because I hadn't been feeling well and, I, and uh, my sexual practices maybe may not have been as safe as they could have been. Um, but long story short, um, I, I went away uh, to uh, a foreign city and I was like sick the entire time with this inexplicable um, pain and uh, fevers and things. And I came back, I got tested. And when I went in to get the results, I mean, I knew what the answer was. And uh, for me, it was kind of a relief in, in a way. Um, I was not shocked. Um, I didn't sit there and cry. Um, I had already gone through the, um, you know, feeling sorry for myself episode. So it was kind of like a kick in the ass to get myself prepared for living the rest of my life as best as I could. Now, you started a support group when you deep. were in Philadelphia. Uh, when I was in Philadelphia, I did start a um, support group. Uh, it was a peer-led uh, support group run under the auspices of safeguards, and it became quite popular. Uh, we had a lot of people that would, would um, find great value out of it. And then when I moved down to Florida, um, I started a southern version of that, uh, which also uh, caught on quite well and uh, is in now in uh, uh, somebody else's great hands who takes great uh, takes a good, does a great job in running the group. Now, is the positive fact, you may know, you, I'm not sure if you know. Steve. Do you know Steve? Steve. Steve Stegan. I don't. That's know right. Off the top of it. Sound he runs the group fabulously. Maybe. Write that down, Robert. He might be a new I will. guest. Yeah, he would be a guess. great guest, actually. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll see, I'll get see that how, how I, do you see how you think? This? I'm not. I am not just a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than a pretty face. That's he right. Uh, he's more than a trophy. <laughs> um, I have but a his positive trophies. attitudes. Is the positive attitude support group still going on under safeguards in Philly? 
Well, no, I believe it it, it stopped uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm not even sure, quite frankly, if Safeguards is still around. I think it's I think they are. you know there's another organization. Um, but uh, Positive Attitudes, which is what actu- I actually called the group, is still running under Steve and thriving. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased that uh, it's still going on. Now, were you always open about your HIV status? Not at all. I wasn't even open about my um, sexuality uh, for a long time. Um, came from one of those typical demanding families whose reputation was more important than the uh, enjoyment of their children. So I kept my status quiet uh, until uh, after my father uh, passed away. And then I became more open. And when I came down to Florida, I became totally open about it. Hmm. So how you know, long have you been I, I think, in Florida? Um, I moved here uh, about uh, one month exactly before 9-11, um, so uh, oh, wow. it was a very difficult first year down here, not really knowing anybody, not having uh, any source of income, and then coincidentally, that's when I met um, the woman, Sherry Kaplan, from the center down in Miami, and kind of turned my business life, as well as a lot of my professional, uh, I'm sorry, personal life around, too. Nice. I'm now, sorry, in 2005, no, no, you're fine. In 2005 is when you decided to combine what you say is your two passions, travel and, and supporting the HIV community, and that's what kind of brought the crews together. Right. Correct? That, that's correct, yes. Um, and what I think I – one of the things I really enjoy about the group is that we still have uh, a good contingent of straight people that go along uh, just because they enjoy the inclusiveness. They enjoy the sharing of stories and, you know, the warmth. The gay guys just love, particularly the females that go along because, you know, they're out on the dance floor all the time having a great time. And you see some of the strongest friendships that develop. They're not just among gay men and gay men, but with gay men and uh, straight people. And it's really, again, long-lasting friendships for some of these people. It's been five or six years. Every year they go and they get cabins next to each other. Well, you've got to have your token straight person. I mean, really. I mean, without <laughs> the straight people, where would we be, right? Right. <laughs> well, it, it, well, what we find interesting, though, is how much more informed the gay community is and how much more out the gay community is about their HIV status than the heterosexual community is. They learn an why awful lot from us. Is? Why, why do you um, think that is? I think they're going through, personally, I mean, I'm not a professional, but I think they're going through the stigma that we did 25 or 30 years ago with uh, HIV for them. Um, you know, people look at them and say, well, you either must be a drug user or you slept with, um, you know, you're really bisexual on the down low, whatever you want to say. Hmm. Cool. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. But Is Mark um, King going this year? Mark King will be going for his third year as our MC. He does a phenomenal job. He's got a very uh, great sense of humor, and uh, last year he brought out his alter uh, ego for the first time on board the ship, um, and we just had a great time. Each year on the cruise we have theme parties, uh, and last year we had a Mad Hatter party and a um, blue party, and it was really quite a hit, quite, quite a lot of fun. And, and so what, what are you doing this year? Like what, what are you doing this year? What, what's the theme this year? Well, this year we're going over Halloween, so we don't really need a theme. It's it's already there. Oh. Um, so a couple of nights during the cruise, we usually take over the disco or one of the discos on the ship, um, and we have our own private parties. We'll do something for Halloween, and there's always some of the most outrageous costumes you can imagine. Uh, people can... really go wild. It's like it's like Mardi Gras at sea. <laughs> and the last time that, the last time that we um, uh, sailed over Halloween. The three people who won our first, second, and third uh, prize happened to win the ship's first, second, and third prize too. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so, so okay. So, one of the discos on the ship. How many discos are there? Well, they actually have like three dance venues. One of them is is, is your typical disco music. Uh, one of them uh, plays a, a variety of music. Um, one night it could be 50s, another night it could be 70s. Um, and then they have another uh, where they have like a combo that just plays more like um, slower dance music for 
older couples. Yeah, like but myself. The old folks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or, you know, Lawrence Welk. Right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Benny Goodman. I, I understand. I understand. Um, <laughs> is there an opportunity to bring, like, you know, your your leather gear? Well, there is. I don't know that it's necessarily the best place. It's not like Atlantis or RSVP where the entire ship is chartered. There are certain rules, I guess, of decorum uh, that should be you know, taken into consideration when you're in a mixed environment. We do have people who bring leather, but I'm not talking about you know chaps with somebody's butt hanging out. It's got to be more tasteful than that. When you're walking Damn down it. the hallway and you see a 92-year-old woman, you know, the last thing she wants to see, or maybe it's the first thing she wants to see. <laughs> it could be. Wait, 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 wait. I have my nasty pig chaps <laughs> that I could wear. Uh, you well, you leave them well. in the room. <laughs> Damn it. But um, if I remember correctly, because, um, you know, we've had Nate on before. Nate um, also uh, helps you with these cruises, right, or has been a part of the cruises before. Yeah, I, I also feel kind of very pleased that I have uh, people like Nate, uh, Clarfeld and Grover, and uh, Jonathan Goldman uh, that have been with me for a long time on this as our hosts. And recently, Tom Donahue joined as a host and did a great job last year. So we have people that are there to um, help out in any way possible, to make announcements, to make people feel comfortable. And I think that's part of what makes this uh, such a great family um, uh, environment is, you know, the warmth that these guys exude is kind of infectious. Right, because I remember when he was on, he talked about how um, you're on, um, you know, the ship, but there's other groups on the cruise ship. So, like, as Jeremy was saying, things like that wouldn't be right because it's a shared cruise ship, but there are sections, you know what right. I mean? And, and, and people, because I know a lot of people who may be listening and who are maybe newly diagnosed or never even been on anywhere where it was an HIV-related event, are afraid about being outed. So how do people go around? I know there's a certain word that you guys use um, in, in replace of HIV to kind of connect. Well, that's you know, that's a good question. First of all, when I make the reservation with the cruise line, it's not announced that it's an HIV-positive group. Uh, they just basically know it as a social organization. And the lectures and the things that we do in general are behind closed doors in um, like auditoriums where there's nobody else around but us. Um, but we do identify ourselves. Um, there's, there's a few ways, actually. Uh, members in our group are given a wristband uh, so that they know that if they see anybody else wearing that same wristband, uh, that they're part of our group. Uh, we also have name tags, which is just the first name. Uh, that's all we need uh, for people when they come to our events so they can not have to look at somebody and say, hey, you. Um, and finally, we don't really use the word pause or HIV in a mixed uh, environment. Basically, the word that we use is recipe, that I know the recipe or I've had the recipe for 29 years or something. It may sound trite, but it's a safety word um, for our people, and it seems to work well. Yeah, it's important because not everybody is comfortable talking about it you know That's what I mean? right. in front of other people. So it's important that people know that they can go there and their anonymity is respected. Exactly, and that's that's very important that the people understand that um, um, unless there's a medical situation that the doctor has to be included in, um, it, it you know they can feel safe that they're not going to be outed on board with our group. And Mark Absolutely. King, who puts together a wonderful um, synopsis of the cruise each year, is very careful about the people that he puts into his video. He always asks them first, are you okay with this uh, you know, being filmed or people are okay with their photograph on my website, as the case may be? Yeah, that's important. Because the video that uh, he put out was great. Uh, we actually used it in the blog uh, when we were promoting the interview tonight. Um, and it's, just, it's great. It's all about making friendships and you know, having a good time. And you know, I think that's awesome. Anything to get people off their couch and, and living life again. 
Right, exactly. And and, and I think this is a life-affirming event in a way that may sound um, overly dramatic, but it's true. You know, for people who live in very small communities in Alabama or Idaho, or even people who live in New York or Philadelphia, a large city with a large HIV population who might be stifled because they're afraid to express themselves, uh, or I'm sorry, to, ex- uh, uh, to express their HIV status, um, they can just be themselves with this group and not have to worry um, about anything to do with uh, being discovered and just embrace each other for who you are. I think that's awesome. Um, I do want to uh, open up the phone lines. If you uh, were on the cruise before and you want to share an experience with us or tell us what it was like, please call into the show and let us know. Or if you have questions uh, for Paul about the cruise, uh, you can reach us here at 347 347- Two one five nine four four two. I do have somebody on hold, so I'm going to go ahead and bring this person on here. Nine five four, you're on the air. Hey, it's me, Robert. It's Nate. How are you? Good, Nate. How Hi, are Nate. you, Doctor Nate? Yay! Hey, what's going on? I just I'm one. I've been one of the co-hosts with my partner Grover since 2005, and it's been a blast. And Jeremy, no, you cannot be Julie. I'm Julie. I run around <laughs> and make sure all the social stuff goes oh, on. Oh, can I can I be like Catherine Steubing's daughter then? Yeah, well, do you remember yeah, her? Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> reiterate what Paul said about the uh, fact that we aren't like the entire cruise, but I've talked to a lot of people uh, who have been on Atlantis cruises, which I've been on an Atlantis and RICP cruise myself. And it's it's really funny. Everyone says the same thing. I've asked them if they've been on the Paz cruise and the Atlantis cruise, which one they met more people and made more friends. And all of them, including me, said it's the Paz cruise where they made more friends. The smaller groups, the, uh, the more intimacy, the icebreakers. Um, I don't know if Paul mentioned this because I've been like I've been hungry, so I've been eating during this 30, 40 minutes. And uh, the excursions that we do on the uh, shore days. We, uh, Paul plans one just with all our groups so that the entire group goes together, whether it's snorkeling or a tour of the island or a beach day. So it's even though you're welcome to do the uh, – this year we're going with Princess – you're welcome to do the Princess uh, shore cruises. Uh, if you sign up for one of our cruise uh, excursions, you will be just with our group. It's another kind of bonding experience, you know, like everybody – you know, you know, sings and sings on the ship, and we have a great time on our little uh, snorkel trips and and things like that. Last year we went to a cave. That was weird, but we went off. You know, the entire. I think most most of the the way it worked out, like we ended up with the, most of us were in some cave, and uh, where were we? Oh, we were in Curacao, right? Right. It was well, Curacao. It was Curacao. Yeah, Curacao yes. we went that cave. It was wonderful. But anyway. I just wanted to reiterate about the the, the friendships that are being made. Uh, I just I think I've, we've gone seven years now. Uh, some of the greatest friendships I've seen form that are their last year after year. I've never heard anyone feel uh, out or clicked out. Uh, we are very warm and welcoming. Um, I do a uh, HIV 101. You know, I run the uh, the online support group for the newly diagnosed on pause. I am. And that's just kind of an extension. We have a lot of fun with that. And uh, the, the co-hosts do a, an incredible job of rounding everybody up, making sure they all sit together. Uh, it's like herding cats because the boat is monstrous. But as I said, we wear those little wristbands, so it's easy to find us. Um, again, I would I would hate to go without the straight people. The straight people are are so much fun. They're so enlightening. They're soaking up things like a sponge. Uh, they don't have this type of support system uh, right. where they live usually, and, and, and we love it. So that's it. Cool. And I'd like to go back to one thing Nate said, too, about you know RSVP in Atlantis. Uh, some people have asked me in the past, why haven't I booked our group on RSVP or uh, Atlantis? And the simple answer is, uh, well, two two answers. One is the expense is considerably higher, but if you ever want to feel – uh, more ostracized, I would think, it would be in a group of um, party animals who um, would recognize us as being an HIV-positive group. Oh, I can believe that, yeah. Where you just kind of cool. stuck to the side. 
Well, thanks for calling in, Nate. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a good Talk night. Talk to you later, all. Bye-bye. And, and Nate also touched on one other thing, too, is that over the years, we've had so many people that have actually met their mates um, on this uh, cruise. Um, so I think it's kind of interesting that people, somebody who may be living in San Francisco, meet somebody in uh, Atlanta, and they wind up moving in together and uh, staying together. I think it's phenomenal the way it's happened. We've even had straight weddings take place. Wow. Wow, it's like sea <laughs> harmony at sea. Sea <laughs> harmony, that's it. <laughs> or match.com or whatever the hell they are these days. I think e- no, no, e harmony is the one that doesn't allow gay people. Oh, that's right. I did not know that. Yeah, e harmony. Uh, okay, slight tangent. E harmony doesn't allow gay people. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So boycott eHarmony, listeners. Really? Even if you're straight. Yes, forget them. <laughs> but think about it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If you were gay, and we all are, and you go to on a, a website, would you really go to eHarmony? Right. Not, you know, that. I, would to, I, I would go to Manhunt. <laughs> you would. I mean, what? 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 It's like there's what? this hotel chain that's called Sandals, and for many years they would not allow a same-sex couple to come. And now all of a sudden they say same-sex couples are welcome, but who the hell wants to go? Exactly. Exactly. Who wants to go to that? <laughs> just to be clear, um, Nate says that uh, eHarmony just settled a suit and they now let gays on the site. But you don't use it. He uh, used it last month. Why would you want whatever. to use they them if, if they banned you for yeah. so long? Exactly. If, if I, they added a to go. Exactly. I mean, if there was a lawsuit, you know, and, and we're totally on a tangent. But anyway, anyway, let's bring it back to Paul. Okay. Yeah, one of the things, one of the Paul things, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was when you first decided to tell people, who was the first person that you told that you were HIV positive? Uh, my lover. Um, I was dating somebody. Um, he was HIV negative. Uh, we knew he was negative. Um, and I told him, and uh, we stayed in a relationship for several years. Um, the second person I told uh, was my brother. And my brother was very comfortable and very cool about it. Uh, my uh, my parents definitely would not have been, um, but my brother and his wife and his uh, two kids are very comfortable with uh, everything. Now, is HIV or AIDS something that has hit your family before you? No. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I'm the only uh, gay person in my family. Um, you know, and there's no way of really proving that per se, but uh, no. So being gay and then um, being HIV positive uh, is something new to the family. And uh, I think there's a lot of cousins who've stopped talking to me and who are worried about their children being near me because I'm gay more so than I'm uh, positive. Wow. Uh. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it, and we're on an internet radio. FCC, screw you. So, fuck you, people. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, did I just say that? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what I've yeah, also I found, too, it. which is I, I find it's intriguing that, I mean, the internet, uh, some of my old college friends uh, recently uh, Googled me and found out that I was uh, not only gay, but HIV positive, and the things they said was kind of really quite mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is mean. And but you know what? You know what? There are two things that I've heard that I love. It's somebody may say something, but it doesn't mean that it's true. That's number right. one. Right. And number two is your opinion is none of my business. Right. Ha <laughs> ha. Exactly. So so there's a question in, in the chat room, and it's coming from Dr. Nate again, and he wants us to ask Paul about your drag persona. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Nate, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> Nate, you're dead. Did you hear this? Nate, Nate's dead. Um, I Until this cruise, I had never put a dress on in my life, and we had a blue party, and I decided to go – Overboard, and I bought this uh, vintage uh, blue sequined gown with a blue wig, and Mark helped me with my makeup, and I look like the ugliest 
uh, street walker you could ever find in your life. I do not make a pretty woman. I never, ever <laughs> have done that. And I certainly hope that picture does not circulate. <laughs> Nate, Nate, Nate you're listening, it. and you are listening. You, you've got to... Um, you, you, you've got to post the picture. <laughs> um, so, so what was your drag name? I didn't even give myself a name. I was so bad. <laughs> okay, well, let's give yourself a name now. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's let's think. Let's. What is it? What is it? Your your, pet, uh, wait a minute. It's your pet. Well, they say you're supposed to use. You grew up in. You, you're supposed. What was that? Is it your pet's first? Your first pet name and the street you grew up on. Well, that wouldn't work. That would. I would be Inky Academy. Um, but oh, what, what, what I was <laughs> what I was told is you you um, you take your mother's maiden name. So if I did that, I'd be something like Busty Brooks. Busty Brooks. <laughs> that's well, that's funny. okay. The, my first pet was Princess. Go figure. And the street that I the first street that I grew up on was Cactus Princess Cactus. Could you imagine that? That would actually be a great, great drag name. I would, be, I, I would be Rudy Calera. That's not too bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, it sounds more like a porn name, but, you know. <laughs> right? I have one of those, too, but we're, we won't go there. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, God. But, but Jeff, who's listening online, he knows my porn name, and... and and uh, it will be between the two of us. That's right. Oh, okay. Jeff, yeah. call in. I'm, I'm sure you <laughs> Jeff, call in. <laughs> oh, goodness. So goodness I, 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 I hope that um, your your listeners, um, you know, have some questions about it, and they can always, as I said, give me a call or go to our website. But um, we'd love to see some new faces join the uh, people that have been going year after year and uh, become, you know, part of our uh, extended family. I really, really want to go. Well, I'm then so, you like, really I need wanna, to get there. I so want to go, but then I kind of get afraid, especially with that, that cruise that just turned over. That makes me well, nervous. Well, that, that's like one in a billion type I know. of thing. Um, I know. Yeah, that, you'll billion, never see that again in your life. Like, I don't like to look out and see nothing but water or darkness. You know, I'll be like in my on. cabin shaking. <laughs> well, get an oh, inside please. cabin. <laughs> I I have been on the Queen Mary a thousand times and it's never turned over. <laughs> oh wait, it's it's been moored. <laughs> it doesn't move. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're talking Paul, about. you actually you actually run a couple of different cruises, right? Besides the pause cruise, you also run other cruises for um, the LGBT community, correct? I, I do, and some of them are, are, are themed, special uh, interests, uh, like the HIV cruise. Um, I run a cruise for the bear community. I've actually chartered a windjammer ship for the leather community. Um, I'm taking a cruise uh, group to Alaska this uh, summer or early, I'm sorry, um, spring. And uh, interestingly enough, we're getting people that are coming from uh, Australia, uh, England, uh, Spain, and that kind of blew me away. I didn't expect people to come that far for, you know, my little groups. But it's great. I'll tell you, your website is awesome. Thank you. I love the new design that you have up. It's great. Thank you. Thank you. And um, we, we, I just had the site recently uh, redone, and um, my nephew was helping me out with that. So if anybody needs any help with uh, 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 marketing, <laughs> call me, and I'll talk, give you my nephew's name. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the what website if we want is something else done? What was what? that? What if we oh, want God. something else done? Then you can go to that leather cruise that he's, he's setting up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can put all the information on all the cruises and the pause cruise. They go to hivcruise.com and it'll direct you to uh, Cruise Designs Travel. But that's the website for all of them. And then click on the cruise that you're interested in and check it out because there's lots of them. And there's photos, there's videos, there's plenty of information there where you can find something that you're interested in, you know, especially if you're looking to connect with certain kinds of people. Right. And one thing I will say about the you know, the guys that go on this cruise is um, 
it, it, it doesn't resemble anything like RSVP or Atlantis, where they, they all have a great time, but it's not like a circuit party. They really just enjoy each other's company and um, know how to uh, maintain their composure. And when is the sure. cruise this year? Uh, we leave on Sunday, the 28th of October, and come back the following Sunday, November 4th. So, again, it's over Halloween. should be a very festive week. Um, we always do a lot of uh, giveaways and prizes for our parties. And um, one thing I don't think I've mentioned is that we use this as a fundraiser, uh, that a portion of the proceeds that are earned each year are used in one of two different fashions, and one is you know actual donations to uh, organizations that could use the financial help um, and some of it is given in partial scholarships to uh, people who go on the cruise so it, it's not all about making money it's about trying to uh, help the community in 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 several ways actually I think that's awesome that's Thank nice I, I that that was actually going to be one of my questions is are there scholarships available? And if so, what are what are what are the requirements? Well, it, it's very hard to determine who's being who's, whose needs are what. To be honest with you, uh, we we of course ask people to be as honorable as they can about you know if you're if you're on. Um, uh, social security or welfare, but you live in a half a million dollar condo, you shouldn't really be applying for um, uh, a scholarship. You know, the people that we want to be able to offer it to are the people who really um, have a difficult time uh, or a less fortunate time, I should say, and could really use the break and maybe learn the oppor- have the opportunity to learn some of the things that Nelson and Dr. Shockett and uh, Nate are going to uh, provide to them. So what they just have to do is call me. Um, basically, I'll ask them some questions and ask them to provide me a reference or two to, who can uh, verify their their, their status. Um, and no, I don't mean their HIV status, but their financial needs status, and we'll go from there. Excellent, cool. And and how can and, and is your contact information on the website? It, it is um, on okay. the website. Um, I'm happy to tell people my phone number or my email, but everything is on the website at, uh, at www.hivcruise.com, which will bring you to my main page, my main web website. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so, so much. So you'll for... be hearing from me. Great. <laughs> yeah. I've, 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 so I told you. For... I've, I'm sorry. You us Go ahead. I, I was about to say I've been trying to get you on the cruise for years. I know. <laughs> I gotta get on the cruise. <laughs> I have all the emails that say that to say you know Paul's Paz cruises. Get on you know get on the ship. So I, I think I think this 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 coming up to Halloween is going to be the, the, the magic year. Excellent. We'll talk and, about and it. I'd love to see and, you on board. And where would we go? Well, that's a good, good, very good question. Uh, this yeah. year we're going to um, St. Thomas, uh, St. Martin, which is half French, half Dutch, uh, has one of the great nude beaches in the Caribbean. Um, we're also going how to long, Grand... Wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. Back to stop, okay. nude beach. Uh, Orient Bay Beach is uh, one of the most popular and most magnificent uh, clothing optional beaches in the Caribbean. And how long will we stay there? Uh, we'll be there the entire day. Um, so usually, what so we, we do is we all day? you can be naked all day, romping in the surf and um, getting sand in your crotch and having a burger by the sea. Oh, have you ever had sand in your urethra? It's awful. Um, I can honestly say no. Oh, I have. Oh, my God. I grew up in Southern <laughs> California. It's miserable. It is miserable. Oh. Oh. I watched the, it down the, to the, the last movies minute. Where they, show, where they show people having sex in the beach, please oh, yes. don't. It hurts. <laughs> I mean, it really hurts. There's blood involved, and it's not good. On that note, uh, Paul, I want to thank you for hanging out with us for this hour. We're actually down to the last couple of seconds. Um, people can find more information and contact you with any questions at HIVcruises.com. Paul, thank you for, for being here and sharing everything that you have to about the cruise. It's an awesome thing, and I wish you much success with all of them coming up. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you very much for having me on board tonight. Oh, and, and by the way, Paul, 
Yes. Call Daniel Bauer. He's dying to do a magic show for you. Okay. <laughs> he's yeah, dying he's awesome. to do it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's yeah, amazing. amazing. Everybody knows everybody else. Yeah, everybody knows everything. I mean, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, bring him on the bring him on the boat. That's a very good idea. He and I have exchanged some emails. I'll, I'll definitely talk to him. You, you hey, should sure. check that out. Do it. Oh, he's All right, great. Paul, well, you have a great anyway. night. You too. And again, thanks, guys. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. And you can find more information on our guests and HIV Cruises by going to www.hivcruise.com. Jeremy, another great show. Where? Where? Huh? Where? Yeah, yeah. It was a great show. It was fantastic. What, what time are we at? Oh, my God. Yes, we're, we're over. Right. Now. Next, fine. We're over. Um, yeah, uh, next week, we will be speaking with Logan Box. So uh, tune in. And I uh, hope you have a great night. Jeremy, have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye-bye.